welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you doing tonight? I am doing great. I am feeling relaxed, just thinking about my favorite topic for tonight. <laughs> well, we are back aboard the ship. We are going back to Disney Cruise Line. And part of the reason we're doing this is because I had mentioned to you, you know, so many people ask me questions about Disney Cruise Line, and I'm not the travel specialist. You are. I know you get asked these questions a ton, but it kind of came to my mind, like, I would like to do a show and, and try to break down which one of these ships is for you. So tonight we're going to talk about Disney Cruise Line in that vein to try to figure out, you, the listener, which one would be the right ship for you. And that can be a tricky thing. I say to people, sometimes the one that's for you is the one that's leaving on the date you need it to leave, sailing the number of days you need it to sail, or it's sailing close to you. You know, maybe you live near Port of Galveston or Port of San Diego. When the ship is there, you can afford to go much easier because you're not spending for airfare to Port Canaveral, Port of Miami, soon to be next year, Port Everglades in Fort Lauderdale, or of course, Alaska and Europe. So sometimes you don't get to pick your ship, but sometimes you do. So we're going to kind of talk a little bit about both, so to speak, but just kind of give you a layout of, of really what they have to offer and, and then you can make the decision. But I think you're right, right? I mean, a lot of folks, and you're the travel specialist, tell me, is this where you see a lot of folks starting? Do they start with an itinerary first or do they start with a port of call first? Where do you see most people beginning to explore the option of cruising? Most start with the date that works for them okay. and then look at what the options are. Again, if you only have three or four days, I'm pretty, most of the year, you're going to be going out of Port Canaveral. If you're looking at summer cruises, you know, Europe and Alaska are only a summer thing. So if you're trying to get a specific itinerary as well, just like we always say, everybody has their own vacation need. So like I said, sometimes it's because the ship is near you. Sometimes you're crossing Alaska off your bucket list or some other destination. And sometimes it's, it's my child's spring break. What can you offer me? And then price often comes into play because the ships don't all price out the same. Okay. Well, we've done a couple of these shows before. And so I'm going to ask you some questions that even if I know the answer to, I think there are going to be folks here that are listening that don't. So if the listener will indulge me and just understand that I'm probably asking a question that maybe we've asked in another show, but for the purposes of folks that are listening as their catch all here, that's kind of how I'm going to phrase it. So we'll start it off by just introducing, we got, we've got these ships. We've got the magic, the wonder, the dream, the fantasy, the wish is everything different on every one of these ships from each other it is not there are some basics of disney cruise line for example their rotational dining which i love is on every ship so rotational dining is a table assigned to you in the main dining room for dinner you eat in one restaurant the first night a different one the second night and you work your way through all three your servers and your table mates move with you well, the theme of the restaurants may be different on different ships. The concept of rotational dining exists on all of them. Got it. Okay. But there are other dining options as well on both ships. Are those different or are they the same? 
conceptually, again, they're the same. So four of the ships have cabanas, which is their buffet option. The fifth ship, the newest one, the Wish, has Marceline Market. It's the same idea. Its menu is probably 90% the same. Mm -hmm. That's going to be your dine at any time, help yourself. That's going to be open breakfast and lunch as well. What about the add-on, like, you know, pay for extra restaurants? Are those the same on every ship? Is there a consistency among them? All five of them have Apollo to them. So that original adult dining room, that Italian flair exists on all of them. Two of the ships also have a Remy. And then the third ship has Enchante. Okay. So, and each one of those... Our, and you field questions about us as the travel specialist to have a breakdown of you know what they actually have to offer to see if folks want to pay that extra amount to to frequent the establishment. Is that correct? Exactly. And again, if it's your first cruise and it's a shorter cruise, you may not want to do adult dining unless you're not there with family. If you're there with your kids and you're doing a three night sailing, chances are you're going to want to do. All three main dining rooms. Okay. But the options do exist on all ships to kind of tailor it to whatever your traveling party is. All ships have at least one, if not two, adult-only dining rooms. And as you mentioned, those dining rooms do come with an extra fee. One of the things that Disney Cruise Line is known for is obviously the entertainment. There, are, There's a theater on the ship, multiple theaters, depending upon your, your I guess, definition of theater. Uh, is that the same on every ship? Is that space the same? Are the shows the same? It is not. So all of them, as you said, have a theater. The three newer ships, the theater has a balcony. And they all have at least three shows, but they don't all share the same shows. Okay. And do they change or are they consistent based off of the ship? So, for example, let's just use... The wonder for the purposes of discussion. If I go on the wonder today and I go on and I was on the wonder three years ago, is it still the same show four years ago, whatever it is, or, or just does it consistently change? They do keep them pretty much on that ship. Occasionally they'll bring out a new show. The other time that we see changes is when a show, when a ship is sailing an unusual itinerary, a 10 night or 14 night, certainly they don't get away with the same shows that they would just have for a three night. So it's those longer itineraries that you see more things. Okay. Got it. Makes total sense. What else about differences in the ship? I would say the other thing many people are looking for is the boutique for the kids. And again, you'll find a boutique on all of the ships. Some are definitely larger. Some of them have and larger means there's more appointments it's easier to get the larger the boutique the more people on the ship so just because you might be on a ship with a smaller boutique don't count out getting an appointment now when you say boutique for our disney cruise line novices you mean what exactly the bippity boppity boutique for children three to 12 years old for pirate prince and princess makeovers all right let's move on to the staterooms i know that when when I'm planning a cruise, that's one of the things that I look at, you know, very intently and get very confused and then immediately call you. So 
<laughs> so let's let's break that down. Are they are they all consistent? Is every ship built with the same floor plan as far as these staterooms? Are the categories the same? Where do we stand with the staterooms? They're definitely not all the same. They carried as much across the fleet as they could. Typically, the same number indicates the same stateroom. So you might find that you're looking at a ship that doesn't have a category number eight. And that's because the eight is the outside family stateroom. And that isn't offered on the magic or the wonder. Or the category 10, the deluxe inside, is not offered on the wish. So the numbers don't necessarily go in order, kind of like those elevators that skip the 13th floor. <laughs> right. Um, they skip the specific number so that if you sailed in a 5C and loved it, a 5C is going to be the same elsewhere. Also on the two newer ships, the Dream and the Fantasy, and the newest ship, the Wish, there are definitely a lot more unique categories within the concierge as well as unique spaces and offerings for concierge guests. What do you what do you mean by that? Just so folks have a, a good understanding of what you're talking about. So concierge is like you would find in a hotel. Um, that level is going to have early booking for your activities, early boarding in a special spot to wait when you're at the port. And then it's going to have additional items and additional services on board. So, for example, there's a concierge lounge. And while non-alcoholic beverages are free at all hours to guests at the 24-hour beverage bar, the concierge lounge is going to have non-alcoholic at all times, but they're going to have some open bar hours. They're going to have some additional appetizers and dessert offerings if you don't want to go for bar and some special items around turn down time for children. So one of the questions I have as far as the staterooms are, you know, if I'm if I'm on let's say, I don't know, the the Disney Magic and I'm in my stateroom that I really enjoy, I I have it down. Give me a number. Give me any number that you just mentioned there that would make any sense. Doesn't doesn't matter. You're in a 9B. I'm in a 9B on as I said the Magic. If I was to be blindfolded and dropped into a 9B on the Wish, does it look the same? Is the decor the same? Is the size the same? Would I even know that I'm on a different ship? Or, or do, does each ship have its own personality in that respect? You're going to know that you're on a different ship, especially with the Wish. And I would say we'll drop the link to our Wish stateroom episode because they did change up the staterooms slightly. Conceptually, they're the same. So a 9B on any ship, is a deluxe outside room. It means you're going to have a split bathroom. You're going to find that split bathroom in a 9B on all five ships. You're going to have the queen bed and then the sofa bed and in many cases a pull down. The 9B is always going to sleep for people. It's always going to have a window. Um, those basics are going to stay the same. The layout is going to stay the same. But the artwork is definitely different Things like the position of the TV and the lack of a dresser are things that you would notice on the Wish. Okay, but uh, the Wish maybe was a poor example. Was it consistent through the fleet until the Wish, or does each one have its own little tweaks? If I said to you right now, Jeff, 
what was the picture hanging above your bed when you were in that stateroom? <laughs> You'd be hard pressed to tell me. You might know there's a picture there, but when you got on the next ship, you're going to look at it and go, yeah, that might be the same, might not. Again, it's those little details that are not going to be what's necessarily the make or break for somebody. Unique to the wish is that the staterooms are not all the same. So on the other ships, the 9Bs have a certain set of artwork. On the wish, different rooms, even within the same category, have different artwork. We know this about you, or I know this about you, because I know that we've had this conversation many times, that you have a favorite spot on the ship, which tends to be what? The spa! <laughs> More specifically, the rainforest room. Right. So we've got these, th- these ships throughout the fleet. Talk to us about the spa. Are you getting the same spa experience across the fleet? You are not, even though it comes with the same name. So to back up for a minute, when the Magic and the Wonder were built, they were built as what we call sister ships. They're about 90% the same, 95% the same. The Dream and the Fantasy were built as sister ships. They're going to be the same. And now the Wish is this new class of ships. So this rainforest room that you've all heard me talk about, when you're on the Magic, it is a small room. It is all indoors. It only has three of those blessed heated lounge chairs that you hear me talk about and some steam showers. That is the extent of it, but it is still my ultimate bliss. (laughs) When you graduate to the dream and the fantasy, it's substantially bigger. The lounge chairs are actually sort of outdoors. They're in an enclosed glassed in area that now has way more of those heated lounge chairs because they saw how people love them and don't want to get up from them. And it has small hot tubs. So that's something that we don't see on the magic or the wonder, but we have on the dream of the fantasy. No true outdoor space, but you do get the sun coming in because of that glass enclosure. When you get to the wish, they really up their game. I will tell you, it's probably four to six times the square footage of the magic. It's got a massive indoor space that not only has so many of those heated lounge chairs, It has an ice room. It has a sauna. It has this great little rocking chair with a little pond for your feet underneath. And then it has a massive outdoor area that contains hot tubs and other non-heated lounge chairs, basket chairs, and you are truly out in the sun. And this is an adults-only area. I will add that claim in. (laughs) Okay, so... Not the same, but it sounds like all very great experiences. But but if you're looking for a cookie cutter, you know, replica from ship to ship, that's not what you're getting. Most definitely not. What about the kids clubs, right? We talk about the, the opportunities for kids on these on these things for them to attend. Are they all the same? They are not. They are the same in the incredible staff and the incredible programming, but they are different. Um As new ships are built, there's definitely a lot more that they can do. Technology, we know, changes so fast. So they have been doing some refurbishments. Um, The newer ships have the biggest kids' rooms. They have clubs that interconnect so that 
they can move if one group is out on the sports deck they can let another group of kids try a different area um but they all do everything from gaming to imaginative play to character meets storytelling arts and crafts they all do have kid-sized bathrooms in there they all use that same sign in sign out program as you heard me talk about on the wish they do definitely have the coolest feature that you can take a slide from up in the main lobby right into the kids club so that's loved by a lot of people also, some of the ships now have exclusive Star Wars or Marvel areas in their kids' club. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. Uh, what about, like, the actual clubs that they've got going on? Are those, like, like the adult clubs or any kind of activities? Like, what, are, what, what do they have to offer? Are they consistent or are they very specific to the ship? They definitely changed it up. Again, you'll see the similarity on those sister ships we were talking about. I think what we saw on... The Magic and the Wonder, there's three clubs. They're all to the front of the ship. On the Dream and the Fantasy, they've got four clubs, five clubs. They're all to the back of the ship, but all together. And then when they did the Wish, they decided to spread them out. I like that they're spread out from the one perspective, but I was definitely somebody who would wander from one to the other as the entertainment changed over and things, and it was super convenient to have them all together. Obviously, again, technology plays a big part in it. Um, the Wish is the only one with Hyperspace Lounge, our Star Wars bar. But they do, again, the Imagineers are just so imaginative. <laughs> the creations that they keep coming up with, while I miss some of the things that aren't there anymore, they definitely hit it out of the park and make you love the new things. Well, and that's quintessential Disney, right? It's just never finished. Just got to keep adapting and changing. Uh, it takes us to the pools and the slides. I know there's a, a million of those uh, all over every ship. I, I know they're not the same. So give us, I guess, the breakdown of the things that they have that are different and what makes them different. You bet. And again, smaller ships have less. I would say in a way, the magic and the wonder being the first ships they were a little bit of a test. Is this enough space? What do people think of it? They have brought those ships into dry dock and refurbished some of those areas. So they've added water sprinklers into it. One of the original ships, the Magic, they added the Aqua Dunk, a slide that they have. And you definitely want to know your slides. So we have the Aqua Duck, the Aqua Dunk, and the Aqua Mouse. The dunk is a true dunk. Um, you stand on a platform, you cross your arms over your body, and the floor drops out. Okay. Definite experience. Sure, yeah. Terrifying. Yes, but I survived. <laughs> Good. Imagineer talked me through it. I will say I stood at the top really debating, and because I was on a preview, I was lucky enough that the gentleman who designed it was watching people do it the first time. <laughs> okay. That's and the aqua so, that's the aqua dunk. You got two more you said? The aqua duck and the aqua mouse both have rafts that you go through. It is a water coaster. Okay. And the aqua mouse being the newest has a storyline and you actually watch 
some video as you're going through. The, the last area I'm going to ask you about, we're going to do a little bit of pools with as well. Like uh, the adult areas on the ship. I know there are some adult pools as well. There's obviously some, some adult dining that we talked about as well. Is all of that specific to each sister type of ship or is it completely unique? Where do we it stand is, with the adult, adult areas? I would say it's definitely bigger for the most part as the ships get bigger. Right. Um, the one thing that a lot of the adults love is the Cove Cafe, the coffee bar. And I will say that on the Wish, I found that the coffee bar was the smallest of all of them. Hmm. But the reality to it is that while there is only one Cove Cafe on the ship, they put three coffee bars on the ship. So overall, they have more space. It's just different than what we're used to. But each ship does have plenty of adult-only area for folks to spend time. Most definitely adult only sun deck, adult only pool, adult only hot tubs. The newer ship even has a secondary pool area that is adult only as well, right off the back of the ship. Um, just an amazing vanishing edge pool into the ocean. And these great, I call them water seats. Nobody can give me a real name for them. <laughs> it's a tile seat that you sit on. And water comes down your back and ends up in the tiny pool at your feet that's like ankle deep. So a great spot to sit if you want to get some sun, but you want the cool water, but you want to read a book so you don't want to be in a pool. All right. So we're coming to the end of the show. This is the time where we usually say anything else that we want to leave anybody with. I'm not so sure that we've given a definitive answer as far as which ship is for you to anybody, because I think it's, it's kind of an unfair question. I think you led with really the most sound advice, you know, it's going to be based upon, you know, where, where you're going to leave from what, what your dates work, that type of thing. But a lot of these have similar things to offer. So what haven't we discussed that you think is important that folks know tonight? So I think two things, and I say this, even when we talk about other kinds of vacations, Know what you're getting and what you're not. Again, if you're set on taking your family on that aqua mouse because you want to see that video, but you book the ship with the aqua dunk, you're bound to be disappointed. Mm -hmm. So ask the questions of what are you getting? We'll walk you through all of those details. Um, we even are the same price as Disney and we'll give you a shipboard credit, maybe to cover a drink in the Cove Cafe or something else for you. But we'll go over those details to know what's on your ship, to get you what you're looking for. Even selecting your stateroom. While a 9B might be ideal for you for one itinerary, it might not for another. And while one side of the ship or one particular deck is ideal for one itinerary, for another itinerary, it may not matter because we don't always know docking position. But I will say that I guess kind of like my love of Disneyland there is something about the original ships. They don't have as many bells and whistles. They are a little bit older, but again, they're dry docked and refurbished regularly. But they also don't have as many bells and whistles because they're substantially smaller. What that means is maybe you're going with a parent or a grandparent who has mobility issues and they're way too stubborn to use a scooter or wheelchair. If you're on one of the newer ships, they might decide, I'm gonna stay in my room, or I'm gonna stay here on deck 
instead of joining you something because I don't want to walk three football fields away. Right. The smaller ship has appeal for those who are looking for less people around them and more mobility friendly. Listen, give me any ship any day of the week. There's no such thing as a bad Disney cruise. Well, Sandy, I know that you are the expert. You've been on just a countless number of cruise cruises. I'm sure you know the number, but we're, we're not going to spoil that for folks. Uh, you've been on all these ships, so you are the person to talk to about it. I thank you for taking the time tonight, and I'll speak to you next week. It is my pleasure, Jeff. Thanks for having me tonight. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share, have them like, and subscribe. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.